Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Therefore, be imitators of God. I told him. And we want to be imitators of God, don't we? I really do. I want to be imitators of God. And so... God is strong, isn't he? He is strong. And so I want to be ready for my spiritual battles as they come. I want to be ready. And I know I I need to be strong in the Lord. So in this particular message, uh, I want to add a little strength to us. That's what I want to do, add a little strength to us. And so... Uh, when we uh, started in verse 10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and the, and the power of his might, the strength of his might. Put on the whole arm of God, the full arm of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day against the schemes of the devil. For we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against the powers, against the uh, rulers of darkness, against the... Um, world forces of this darkness. Uh, So we have to be prepared. Be prepared. And verse 13 says, Therefore take up the full arm of God so that you will be able to uh, stand and having done all and everything, which we covered last week, to stand firm. So those are the scriptures that we've gone over. And today we want to Look at one of those scriptures of the next verse, and it tells us something here. It says that in verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And that's, that's verse 15. And so I really wanted to cover 15, 17 today and concentrate on 16, uh, but God had other plans, so I changed my message uh, yesterday, and I said, oh my goodness, Um, but how many of us know we need to flow with the Spirit? Because if it's not his message, (laughs) you don't want to hear it. (laughs) You don't want to hear it. Yeah, don't want to hear it. And so, if our feet are going to be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, what does that mean? What does that mean? And to shod means to bind under. It's, it's, it's a Greek word, start off hupo, which is under, and the other part of it is bind. And so he's saying we need to put on. That's another, another phrase. You need to put on your sandals, put on your shoes. You need to have your feet ready for battle because that's what, that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going into battle. And so the Roman soldiers... They're going into battle, so they had to they had to put on 
their shoes. And 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 then that day, uh, Roman soldiers when they went out, they had uh, they called them hobnobs on uh, uh, in, in the, in the shoes to give them more traction. And so uh, God is telling us spiritually, spiritually now, that we need to be prepared and not slipping and sliding every which way in the, in the spirit realm. We want to be uh, solid. We want to be standing on solid ground because the enemy is going to try to get us to fall. We don't want to fall. I want to trust God. I want to trust God uh, because he's worthy to be trusted. And I know we say it, and I know I have said it, but it has to be something that's in the fiber of our spirit. It has to be something that's not talked about. Uh, it's something that has to be walked out, that we have faith in, in, in God. We have trust in him. And so um, I want to have peace in situations. This peace that we are talking about, our feet shot with the gospel of peace, uh, uh, you know, th- this peace is, is really what we call the definition would be, in Greek, it would be health, welfare, success. Every kind of good is what means by peace. And I know that if we, if we use that definition, health, am I healthy? Hmm. Do I really have the peace that God is talking about? Success. Every kind of good, financially, every kind of good, do I have that kind of peace? Because that's what he said. He said that's what he means by peace. You see? And it says further that he wants us to, our feet to be, shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So the gospel is good news, isn't it? So the good news of peace, the good news of peace, the good news of health, the good news of welfare, the good news of success, the good news of every kind of good, are we taking that peace out to others? And I said, okay, talk to him a little bit more, God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Let's go over there and uh, verse 12 through 14. Ephesians 2, 12 through 14. Let's go there. And it says, it's talking about, uniting the Jews and the Gentiles into one body. It says that, remember that you were at that time separated from, the, from Christ, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. That describes me. And, and that's, that's going to describe every Gentile. 
unless you're a Jew, this fits you. And it says, because they were his chosen people at first, it says, but, 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 which is good. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Oh, y'all were singing some song today about the blood, about the blood. Oh, yes, yes, yes. As Estella, I, I gave Dietra my notes so she can copy them. But did you see it on Wednesday, my notes? The blood of Christ. That's how we've been brought near, by the blood of Christ. For he himself, it says in verse 15, is our peace. He himself is our peace who made both groups into one and broke down the barrier of the dividing wall. So between the Jews and the Gentiles. So he's telling us that it's no longer two separate things, the Jews and the Gentiles. Oh, no, no, no. Now we're in one body by Christ. If we be Christ's, then we are Abraham's seed, heirs to the promise. Glory, hallelujah. And everything that he told Abraham, he, 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 it fits us too. If we're in Christ. Because the Jews are going to have to come the same way. Everybody's going to have to come the same way. Through Jesus Christ. And it's his blood. His blood that was shed. That gives us peace. It says that he is our peace. Jesus Christ. He is our peace. So I can't even have peace unless I'm in Christ. Can't have peace. Unless I'm in Christ. Because he's our peace. And so sometimes I know in the past I was looking for peace in, in places. You know how, how, how you look for peace? You know, you look for peace. Uh, usually uh, we, we look for peace in our circumstances. No? In our circumstances. If, if, our, if our marriage is fine, if we're married, then we'll, we got peace. If I'm going to get married and I want to get married, I got peace. If i not married and don't want to get married, I got peace. <laughs> you know? It's usually in my circumstances. If my job is going okay, I got peace. If I own my own business and I got plenty of work, I have peace. I have children and they're, they're doing fine, I have peace. But just let something happen to mess up that peace. And as long as we have someone called the devil, we're going to have something that's coming against our peace. That's what we're going to have. Something that's coming against our peace. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20. It says, Now the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant. Who is it talking about? 
That's right. Even Jesus our Lord, verse 21, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. Everything has to be through Jesus Christ. To whom be the glory forever and ever. And everybody can say amen to that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He brought up from the dead Jesus Christ. He was resurrected. Most of these other uh, people who call themselves religious and serving gods or whatever they serve, then whoever they are serving is dead. Is dead. And they can do anything they want to do, but they're going to stay dead. They're going to stay dead. But our God is alive. Oh, he's alive. He's alive. And he rose again because God raised him up from the dead. We serve a living God. A living God. And I'm, 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 I'm excited that I can say that and you can say that, that we serve a living God. He hears us. He, he walks with us. He talks with us. He's given us his spirit, the spirit of Christ, the spirit of God, the, the spirit of grace. Calls him a lot of different things, but he's God. We have God in us, which people call, and we call Emmanuel, God with us. And, and, and no other religion can say that. No, no, they can have a statue. They, they can do whatever they want to do and carry it around with them. They, but it, it, it can't do nothing. It doesn't have eyes. It doesn't have, you can put eye, paint eyes on it, but it, it, it can't see. You can paint ears on it. It can't hear. You can, count a mouth, you can paint a mouth on it. It can't talk. And the Bible already told us what happens when, when they try to bring their little gods and put, put them up in their, their, their little uh, 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 place that they have their gods, and, and they mess around and, and make a mistake of putting, putting an ark there and their God's going to get torn up to pieces, you know? Because our God is a living God. And he controls everything. Everything. No God can stand. And when they put him in, in there with, with, the, with other gods, they leave him in there, and their God's standing up. They come back, their God's on the face. On the face. And fell down. Bowing down. Can't do nothing else but bow down. So we are fortunate that we can take the gospel of peace, that type of peace, everywhere we go. But today, what we want to talk about is, first of all, having, having that kind of peace ourselves. How can I take something I don't have? You know, I, I can talk about it, but if I'm not walking in it, then I really don't have peace. And we have to get out of this thing 
of looking to something else for our peace. When he says that God is our peace. So why would we look to our marriage for peace? Why we look for our children doing okay for our peace? Why we look for our job for our peace? Money can't be a peace. I don't care how much you have because the word of God already says so. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't serve both of them. I don't care how much you have. That doesn't bring you peace. And the way they're talking now about the future things is they're going to digital money and things and, and controlling everything you, you do and say. And, and then when uh, if they don't like what you say, they just cut your little bank account off. You can't buy, you can't sell, you can't do anything. Now, that is in the Bible, isn't it? Yeah, that's in the Bible. But that's not our peace. That's not our peace. They can take all the money they want to, and we can't buy, we can't sell. But now, the children of Israel, I, I, I kind of remember these things. Don't you remember these things when you when, when, when you uh, think about these things? You read it before, right? The children of Israel, where did they stop off and buy food in the wilderness those 40 years? When they, where did they buy shoes from? You know, the clothes, they wanted to be, they, you know, they had to be stylish, you know, because they came from Egypt, you know, they had to be stylish. Well, you know, so where did they buy their, 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 their clothes from? God was trying to show them that man does not live by bread alone, but by, come on. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, doesn't it? We live by. So our peace can't come from buying and selling. And I know that that that's scary, isn't it? It's, it's scary, you know. It's scary because we have we haven't walked that way before. But He's already shown it to us, hasn't He? He's already shown us that. This is to come. And if we don't practice, what is going to happen when that time comes? If we're here, or if we don't teach our children who will be here, and our children's children, then how are they going to make it? How will we make it if you can't buy, you can't sell, you can only walk by faith? Is, is, is God really, really omnipotent? Is he really everywhere at all times? Is he really all-powerful, though? Is he really all-powerful? Can he do really anything? Can he really do that? Are you saying that for the camera? Yes, yes. You know, are you really believe it? Come on. Because if, if, if we believe it, then why we lose peace with the little stuff that happens in this life? Right? You see? And that's what, that's what God was showing me. Uh, and I said, well, I want to get to this 
this part of the armor where uh, I like this part of the armor right here, the shield of faith that quench every fiery dot of the wood. He said, you're not going to get there. I said, well, that's on my note. I don't want to get there. You're not going to get there. Change your note. Okay. All right. Change my note. I'm messing up paper, though. You know? <laughs> but this is important to God because he's trying to prepare us. He's trying to, he's trying to give us Peace in the midst of what you hear on the news. Because they are really serious about, uh, you know, about, about telling us things in the news. And, and I, I listened to it uh, on the, um, the Christian Broadcasting Company. Uh, I look at 700 Club. They give the news. And, and they are serious talking about what China is trying to do uh, with their digital money and stuff like that and 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 how they, they want to control all their people uh put cameras everywhere and and they're trying to pass that on to the united states and so the united states are trying to get that way too where they're censoring, censoring things on facebook and on youtube that if you don't say uh if you say something um that they don't like they would take you off and I said, they can't do that. We have freedom of speech in America. No, you have freedom to speak what they tell you to speak. You know? And he said, I want you to, I want you to encourage the people, don't worry about all that stuff because that's not going to mess up your peace. Your peace is in Christ. He is your peace. I said, okay. Okay, I hear it now. I hear you. I hear you. In John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Nor let it be afraid. Now, this is the word of God. He's telling us. Now, from the amplified, it kind of just amplifies just a little bit. He says that uh, perfect peace, perfect peace, my perfect peace I give you. It's not just, a, it's not just peace. It is perfect peace because it's God's peace. It's perfect. And, and when it says let your heart not be troubled, not be afraid, amplified it says, let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. And I said, oh, okay, okay. Because I was concerned about some things. Uh, you know, the lizards are in King's palaces. You know that? Well, I have a, I have a lizard, lizard go right under my door. Shoo, and came in, and, and uh, my door said, ah, there's, there's a lizard. And so um, I killed him. Um, but the frightening thing was that he came under the door. And 
if a lizard can get under your door, anything can get under your door. Yeah. And so then I start being concerned because if I, if I go to sleep, uh, a lizard might come and take me away or something, you know. <laughs> if it's big enough, you know. But we can get concerned about a lot of things. It doesn't make sense. Don't even make sense. You know, don't even make sense. Now, y'all not like that, though. I know y'all are not like that. But I'm like that. I am like that. John 16, 33. I said, oh, my goodness gracious. God, you help us because we're not in peace, but we're going to get in peace. I guarantee you, we're going to get in peace. Verse 33 says, these things I have spoken to you so that in me, come on, in me, you may have peace. He didn't say in the world. He didn't say in, in your financial situation. He didn't say when everything going okay with your job. He didn't say any of those things. He said, in me, you may have peace. In the world, you have trouble. Tribulation. My goodness gracious. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Now, the, the, the Amplifier says it's a little bit different now. The Amplifier says that he's, he talks about perfect peace. But he said, he said in the world, you're going to have tribulations, and you're going to have distress, and you're going to have suffering. Do you believe that? That Christians are going to have suffering? See, sometimes people might, don't you believe that people say, well, you can, you can um, all you have to do is just quote the word and say, I will not have trouble. I will not have distress. I will not have suffering because I'm a, I'm a Christian. You quote that enough and you think you're going to be without trouble, you are deceived. Because the word of God said, you know, we've been called to suffer. That's what the word of God says. He said, but be courageous. Be confident. He said, be filled with joy. Wait a minute now. Everything was going okay with the courage and stuff. But when it said be filled with joy, how can I have joy when my circumstances say you cannot have joy? Because things are not going right with you. Things are not going right on your job. Things are not going right, you know, with your marriage. Things are not going right with your children. You're going to have joy? Now, there's just one scripture because you, you know there are other scriptures now. Other scriptures says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Y'all know what I'm talking about now, right? I'm, I'm talking to Christians, right? Okay, I just, just want to make sure that he, he does say that now, doesn't he? Okay, Philippians, I think it's Philippians, you know. So we're supposed to rejoice in the Lord always because God's at hand. That your moderation, your forbearing spirit, you know, to all men. He says, be careful for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. With thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, God wants us to be thankful. Because if he says that I have, I have paid for your, 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 your peace, 
I am your peace, why in the world should we be stressful about anything? Isaiah 53, 52. Let's go to Isaiah 52, verse 7. It says, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. Good news. What's good news? The gospel of Jesus Christ, right? That's good news, isn't it? Who announces peace and brings good news of happiness. Don't care. We're not talking about our circumstances. We don't care about circumstances. Circumstances don't, don't, don't even enter into the picture here. Who announces salvation and says to Zion, your God reigns. Do our God reign? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He reigns. And so the, the, the context that God wanted me to put the scripture in, that verse in today, was, uh, yes, we're talking about warfare, but warfare is on all fronts, all fronts. It's no need to think that we're in warfare and you don't take the gospel of peace to others. Because that's part of our responsibility, isn't it? Is take the gospel to others. And no one wants to go to an evangelistic seminar, usually. It's like going to a prayer seminar. People don't want to go to a prayer seminar. They don't want to go to an evangelist seminar because those are areas that we tend to be weak in. And God wants us to take the gospel of peace out. Right? Didn't we just read that in Isaiah? Right? We read that. that that's what he wants us to do. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. And there is no good news if you're not talking about Jesus Christ. So we're taking the good news about Jesus Christ. We're taking the good news that our God reigns. You know, uh, digital uh, money does not reign. You know, God reigns. And so I'm not concerned about all that. And I'm not concerned about losing peace. I'm not concerned about stressing out because my God has said that he gives me perfect peace. He says my, my God, Jesus Christ, he said that he is my peace. And nothing's going to happen to Jesus. He's not going anywhere. So therefore, I want my feet shod with the preparation of gospel of peace. Now, I'm going to tell you, right now, that's a weakness of mine. That's a weakness of mine is evangelism. And 
um, I'm sorry, there's a weakness, but it is. Do you know it's a weakness of most Christians? I don't care what church it is, it's most Christians. Just like we'll get to prayer as we're going on. I was, I was, I was going to try to get to the things here and get to prayer um, for the next two messages. Uh, because prayer is, is, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting uh, prayer. And you say, yes, prayer is exciting when you ask somebody to pray for you. But it's not exciting if I got to go pray, you know. So I wanted to get to that. And he said, no, 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 you're not getting to that. You just stay right here where I told you to stay. Uh, so I said, it's, it's, not, it's a weakness. It's a weakness. He said, they know it. Did you all know that? It's a weakness of mine. You know, and, and unfortunately, it's the weakness of our church. This called cornerstone family is a weakness of ours. Uh, and you say, well, how do you know it's a weakness? Well, there are, unless everybody in Lynchburg is saved, it's a weakness. Because we have a baptism. When last time y'all, y'all seen, them, seen our baptistry? And, uh, have y'all seen my our bachelor's? I, I know. Now, there's a new couple right there that's not new now, but they were new. Have y'all seen our baptism? Do you know where it is? They don't even know where the thing is. Right? And I know some of you don't. Do y'all know where it is? You don't, you don't know how long you've been here. It's second year, right? Two years? Three years? Four, four years, and you don't even know where the baptism is? That means that there have not been a baptism in this place in f- at least four years, right? H- have you? How long have you been here? Yeah, about four, five, five years. You know where our baptism is? You don't know where it is. Either? That's five years. I'm, I'm gonna stop right now because it's <laughs> embarrassing, isn't it? It's embarrassing. That means there hasn't been a baptism in this place in five years, at least now. At least. And I can tell you right now it's been longer, but at least five years. And you say, why hasn't it? Because there's nobody been saved. Right? That's been in here. Right? So now, he says that, to me he says now, how how good, how lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings the good news of, of Jesus Christ. Now, I say, well, God, help me because I need help. I admit that I am weak in that area, and I need your, your power to strengthen me. I know what the Word of God says, but I have to have power to do this. You're going to have to over, overcome my excuses. Because we all have some excuses, don't we? You know? Or why we don't do it. Because uh, I don't like to uh, talk to anybody about it. And, the, you know, they don't want to hear it because, you know, all these excuses. I'm, I'm not that outgoing. They are outgoing, but I'm not outgoing, you know? Come on. Last time we had somebody that was evangelistic, really evangelistic, in, in the church was James Melvin when he was living. Uh, and uh, and I'm telling you, he, 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 man, 
he 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 want to save a rock. He'll save anybody. You know, he he just he's he, I mean he's tough. He, he's good. He's good. Uh, because it's not a lot of uh, evangelists that can help you, inspire you, inspire the congregation to evangelize. And so uh, there are some evangelistic pastors, uh, uh, but you don't have one. And so uh, how can I inspire you? And I wanted to go on from this one verse. I said, God, this in Ephesians 6, 15, it's known a couple words here. It's not long. You want me to spend all this time on this one little verse? He said, well, why don't you start doing that verse? Right? So I want to encourage us that that's a a, a desire of mine is that God help us all to be more sharing. You know, look for people to share with. You know, uh, you can pass out cars. I don't care what uh, the Holy Spirit leads you to do because because we have different personalities. That's, that's, That's a fact. You know, we have different personalities, and some people just not going to go up to a person and say, Hey, are you saved? None of us should do that anyway. But, um, you know, the, the, the thing is that uh, some of us will have the, have the unction to do that. We'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll ask them. Uh, but, see, I don't care what your personality is. God has a way that you can share the gospel, the good news with somebody. Right? He has a way. It might not be somebody else's way, but it's your way, the way he has you to do it. And whatever he has you doing, it's going to be effective. But the, but the thing is that are we going to do it? Are we going to do it? And and that's the bottom line of the, of the message today is that we need to uh, do what he says and have our feet shod with the Preparation of the gospel of peace. And we have something good. You know what? Let me end with this. There are, all of us will tell somebody good news about something we like. Right? Yeah. They were telling me about this pizza place. Oh, uh, there was a great piece of place. I mean, great piece of place. I mean, piece of place. Oh, man, you can get all kinds of pieces. I said, well, I'm going to try that. Now, we, we'll try a restaurant. If, if, we, if somebody tells you, man, I tell you, they, they got excellent food, man, everything you want. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, so good and everything. It's, it's not one of these fast food things. It's not one of these cheap things, you know, they get cheap food and stuff like this. This is a, a top-notch thing, and all you have to pay is $5. You can you can eat it, take your family, you can do all that. you probably go today. You know? But see, we don't talk about Jesus like that. And he's the best thing since ice cream. Isn't it? Isn't it? Come on now. He's the best thing since ice cream. 
And all we had to do is believe that he is worth taking out. See, the gospel of peace, everybody wants peace. Everybody wants the kind of peace that God gives now. Everybody wants that kind of peace, that everything is going hunky-dory, you know? The gospel of bliss. I mean, everything is good. You got your health. You got everything because everything is in that, in that peace, he says. So I, we can take that. And you say, well, well we got to walk in it. Well, look, just because you have something wrong with you right now doesn't mean it's going to be that way all the time. You hear what I'm saying? And God is more than able to keep you in the midst of, right? And he, like he told, told, told the apostle, my grace is sufficient. He said, I, I, mean, I prayed about this thing about, about three times, man. And you haven't taken this thing for my grace is sufficient. So God can, with his grace, cause you to be sufficient to do what he wants you to do in spite of where you are now because that's subject to change. It's subject to change. I was talking to the fellow um, who, is, who is sick now in our body. You know, um, Louis Ross, and he says that I don't come out, Pastor, because I done lost 50 pounds and, and I'm not doing good. I said, be of good cheer, brother. You know, I've lost, I lost 50 pounds, too, and people thought I was going to die. But I said, I will not die. I shall live. And, and I'm still here. And, and I gained the weight back. And I tell you what, God is good. He'll do it for you, too. You see? So just because you are the way you are right now doesn't mean you're going to stay that way. It doesn't mean it, you see. So know that we carry good news to people. Good news to people. Okay? Let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net. Or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.